0: Hello. Hi. And welcome to the latest episode of The Peak and the Pit. I'm Jazz. I'm Kat. And that was a phone noise. Didn't everyone hear it? Hello. Hi. And we are back for episode five. Oh my gosh. It's good, isn't it? I'm really enjoying my little self, I'm not gonna lie to you. I know. The fifth <laughs> I can't believe we've come this far. I know, and this episode is pretty special. It is. Because we've kinda of, we're going a bit off piste. Is that the right word? Have I used the right word there? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know how to say it. Um, We're changing the format for one show only Mm. and we're making it a bit of a special because everyone's fed up.
1: Yeah, and we know. I've been strolling on Twitter and social media and I've seen that everyone is feeling... They've been hit hard this time round, haven't they?
0: I think we've just had enough. Like, first lockdown was all right. The November lockdown, it was only four weeks, so it... Didn't really feel like a lockdown, No, dare I say it. But this...
1: This is hills us hard. It's honestly like a car crash.
0: Yeah. Like, so I just want to clarify, we are carrying on with the challenge and hopefully we'll be speaking to Estina next week and yes. we can uh, talk the challenge through with her.
1: Which I'm excited about. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. So. <laughs> I know you do.
0: <laughs> so we will be going back and carrying on with the Pilates challenge. We just wanted to maybe focus on how everyone is feeling because a lot of people have been writing in haven't they cat and saying that they're just struggling at the moment yeah we
1: wanted to give you a bit of you know advice some tips and how to to cope if you are feeling you know a bit down at the moment with what's going on
0: yeah but firstly can i say thank you everyone that has got in touch um on our instagram which is at the peak and the pit underscore podcast just like to get my little plug in there (laughs) Um, yeah no thank you so much for getting in touch because it does make our jobs a hell of a lot easier i say this is a job it's not a job it's just a bit of fun yeah it is (laughs) but it makes it so much easier when we can interact with you guys and have stuff to talk about
1: yeah it helps us it's this you guys are our coping strategy
0: literally um, yeah (laughs) literally being here Let's go in to our usual. Kat, give me your peak and pit
1: of the week. So peak has been really hard this week to find a peak. It's been one of those weeks where... Everything just goes wrong. No. <laughs> you can imagine. Like I you, mean,
0: I'm not going to say anything, but you have come in with coffee on your top. <laughs>
1: I know it's one of them. Know, it's one of them days when you go downstairs, have your breakfast, and there's nothing there. The, our fridge has been freezing recently, so everything's just froze. Oh no! I know. So every the milk's frozen. Everything's frozen. It's just <laughs> it's just a bad day. Um, but yeah, the week's kind of gone that way as well. So peak's been really difficult. But yeah, I start with a pit, really.
0: <laughs> oh no, you've got to have a peak. You can't not have a peak. Uh,
1: the, well, a peak would probably just be back to TV again, watching Greenland on time. <gasps> just watch it. Absolutely loved it. It was
0: brilliant. Yeah. I, like We watched it the other night and I sobbed the whole way through it. I don't think I was in the right frame of mind to be watching it, if I'm honest. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, what about her dad? I know. Oh, I, it got
1: me. Without saying too much, I know, you I need to wanna. watch it and then you, you guys write in and tell us what you think about her dad because <sighs> that got me that bit.
0: It was awful. Yeah. Such a good film, though. Brilliant film. Good film. It it hit me. Yeah.
1: That was my peak and the pitch, just life. <laughs> life in general <laughs> no! at the moment. Yeah. One of them, like like a lot of people at the moment, I'm um, struggling it's hard to to be positive when you don't know what's going on in the world at the moment. But yeah. Oh no. What about yourself?
0: I'm well. One, I'm my. I feel like my pit should be you saying your pit's life. Like that's really just. I don't like that.
1: No, but it's true. We've got to be real. It is just feels a bit like that this week. Um, yeah especially. just this
0: week i like that you just said that this week yeah next week will be brighter I yeah promise. it will be i promise <laughs> the sun is shining so it's yeah. already better yeah i'm gonna start with my pit which has been my diet okay it's been really bad like atrocious yeah but oh.
1: how bad though because like, i can't imagine you've had a bad diet
0: no can't. <laughs> so like all i do at the moment is eat takeaways Really? Deliveroo keeps sending me like discount codes, 20% off your order. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll have 20% off. And then they go, oh, here, free delivery. Well, I'm oh, going to use free delivery because why would I not? Mm. And we've not done a big shop. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I stepped foot in a supermarket. And I don't know why, because that's the only outing we're having at the moment. But don't so. you
1: think it's because what's going on now, it kind of puts you off. It, I don't like going into Asda anymore.
0: Do you not? No, I that's like, like click and collect. That's on click and collect. Yeah. I've never done it. I think like our weekly shop is usually our out-in, but yeah. we've not we've not even done a big shop this week, so there's nothing in. So we it gets to that that famous question everyone's asking all day, every day. What are you having for tea? What are we doing for tea?
1: Oh, I'm sick of that one.
0: I know. So we just end up ordering takeaway, eating rubbish, and there's nothing in the fridge. I mean, I have tried to reverse this. Mm. I have made a little order with a company called Press Health Foods. Right. Because I wasn't eating any vegetables. We not? No, everything was beige. Oh, my gosh. Beige, beige, beige food, sausage rolls, chips, pasta, beige.
1: I'm only saying, oh, my gosh, here, because I'm in shock. It's jazz because you are a healthy eater, aren't you? I, I,
0: I like to try and be healthy, yeah. Like, I, I am quite good with my food, but I'm just... I'm eating, like, we'll go to the cafe, so I'll have bacon on toast. And then we'll go to the butty shop and I get a meat and potato pie and a Manchester <laughs> tart. <laughs> you are
1: allowed those weeks, though, aren't you?
0: And also, I'm, well, it, yeah, I am changing it around. I've done my press foods order and they've sent, like, vegan curries, oh. vegan chillies, smoothies, all stuff like that. And, I've, I mean, I've got my smoothie here with me now, so I am trying. Oh no, noticed. I am trying to change it up, but I've just found it really difficult. I'm going to blame Janet.
1: Right, should I have done?
0: Janet keeps <laughs> buying us puddings. Does she? And then we just keep having puddings and gravy as snacks. Oh, gosh. No, it's not okay. <laughs> so I, I am trying to, I'm going to change it. I'm eating, I'm drinking smoothies and I'm going to eat more vegetables. Good. That sounds I'm, good. Right, you need to be my making sure that I've done it.
1: I'll try. I'm putting it out to the world <laughs> and saying, I need to
0: sort my diet out. If I come back next week... And it's not been sorted out. You can slap me on the hand.
1: Yeah, I think you will. You're, you know, this is not like you, is it? I've
0: just not been. I think he's just not being bothered to do anything. Yeah. Like my fit, like my gym stuff's gone down. I'm not really doing as much as I was before. Mm. I'm going to drag myself out on a run today, purely because the weather's nicer. But yeah, just been a bit meh.
1: I think a lot of us are feeling like that at the moment, aren't we? Just a bit. Yeah.
0: yeah. So my peak this week, though, which is, I, it, I'm. I'm really proud of my peak this week so on Saturday I was asked to join in with a free virtual fitness day so I know everyone's doing home workouts with a company called Pulse Roll who they look after like massage guns and foam rollers like to help with recovery after activities and they got in touch and they said Jazz can you hold a fitness class live on our Instagram
1: oh gosh
0: I was like what me <laughs> <laughs> They'd ask like personal trainers and stuff and then little old maid, they asked to do but it pulled me right out of my comfort zone. Did it? So I had to plan a session and I had to do it live. I felt like an idiot cat, I'm not gonna lie to you.
1: <laughs> so were they like actually people watching you do it?
0: Yeah, there was people joining in with the class and you I could was see like, them as well. hosting the class, like, come on guys, 20 more squats.
1: Like Oh god
0: <laughs> I felt like I I wasn't... Do you know when you just pulled out your comfort zone and I was worried about it all week in the run-up to it? Yeah. Like, proper panicked. I had anxiety over it. And then once I'd done it, I was like, oh, that was really fun. I really enjoyed that.
1: Would you do it again then?
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. So I want to say thank you to Pulse Roll for pulling me out of my comfort zone last week. Oh, good. That's my peak. Yeah. A couple of people have got in touch with their peak and pits. Oh, Sam's peak this week is passing all her, all her first semester uni exams.
1: Oh, well done!
0: Yeah, I think it's tough as well that at the moment. Cause yeah, you're not in a, you're not in a classroom.
1: No, and if it's through Zoom or anything like that, I just switch off because it's not the same, is it?
0: No, I find it really demotivating, mm. and there's so much around you to like distract you.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think? I'm. I'm.
1: Yeah, I. I really struggle with that. And I think if I was in uni at the time, all this is going on, I don't think I would have done really well because I need to be in the classroom with my tutor. So I really do feel for all the uni students and students out there that are taking tests and stuff uh, like that at the moment. I know.
0: It's not I. Nice. I be, I'm no good at anything like that. Anyway, I think I had to sit on a. all my! Acting classes are on Zoom at the moment, and that's yeah. only two hours. Two hours a week, mm. and even then, I'm like lagging. I'm like, oh, about an hour and a half in.
1: Don't you feel like you're more tired when you're doing it on Zoom than when you're doing face-to-face?
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: I don't know, but you must be using a lot more.
0: It's looking at a screen, though, isn't it? Yeah. That makes your eyes tired. Sam's pit is lack of sleep. Her mind's doing overtime.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people are. A lot of people are just thinking too much at the moment, aren't they? Overthinking.
0: I think, but I sleep a lot at the moment. Yeah, yeah. like if I'm getting stressed over something, I take myself to bed because I don't have to worry about it.
1: Oh, A lot of people do, don't they? I'm half and half there. Like Sometimes I can go through times where I'm sleeping more when I'm depressed. But then recently I've just been, my mind's been overthinking too much. I can't sleep. I'm just strolling on social media through the middle of the night. Like oh no. It's the worst.
0: It is dangerous, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it is. It's bad, but it's my coping strategy at the moment. Um, with stress.
0: <laughs> well, my my coping strategy with stress is to go back to bed and then pretend it's not happening. <laughs> Put your head in the sand, which is what I'm doing a lot of at the moment. Yeah, so we've got Alex on.
1: I'm excited.
0: Today, yeah. I think I've known Alex for a little while now, well, since we were at school, and I'm aware of his journey and how he's overcome so many battles with mental health, and I just yeah. thought he was the perfect person to get on and just offer tips and to see how everyone's feeling. Because I know this has been tough, this third lockdown. It's hit different. Yeah, it has. It has hit different.
1: Definitely. And I feel like we need, I need anyway, and I think a lot of our listeners might, might need someone that's, you know, some sort of tips or advice to kind of help them if they're struggling, because it's, it's really hard.
0: Yeah, and ev- like... There's people that I follow that I would class as strong characters. Yeah. And I've noticed recently that they're, like, posting, like, memes and stuff, being, like, checking on your strong friend. And mm. and I'm, it really, like, gets me. I'm like, oh, if you're feeling bad, like, this is a bad situation. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I just think it's been – it was lovely to get Alex on and just have a chat with us and having someone else open up about their experience – my belly just rumbled. Did you hear that? No, I didn't.
1: <laughs> Mine's been rumbling a lot. So I was, thinking I was kind of paranoid as well, uh, but no, I didn't hear it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think um, getting him on to chat through this and hopefully if one person hears his story and goes and talks to someone about their mental health, yeah, then job done. Yeah.
1: And sometimes you can suffer from a mental illness and not really know what it is or if it is a mental illness because we, you know, we all can feel down and and stressed, but a mental illness is different to having a bad mental health day, if yeah. you know what I mean. So, I think this would hopefully help someone out there that needs to hear it today.
0: Wicked. So, mm. let's get him on. Yay. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alex, for joining us. But we do want to let you know that this is a very sensitive subject.
1: Yeah. So, if you, um, feel like this might be a a little bit difficult for you to listen to or it may trigger you because we are talking about depression and anxiety then do switch off because it is quite an upsetting subject
0: and we will make sure that we've got some numbers at the bottom of our post that you can call if you feel you need to talk to someone always remember that our dms are open for a chat they are and like i said we love a good chat
1: we do so make sure that you um get in touch (laughs)
0: Alex! Hello!
2: Hello girls, how are you? you okay? Yeah, I'm oh good, God. how are you? I'm not too bad, it's nice to actually be around people for once.
0: I know it is good, <laughs> isn't it? Socially
2: distanced, can we add? Yeah. Um, but it's nice to be out the house yes. and see your beautiful faces today. Thanks for having me.
0: No, thank you for joining us, we really do appreciate it. Especially because mm. it's such a sensitive subject that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Um. So, our podcast is called The Peak in the Pit. Yeah. Hopefully you've had a listen. I uh-huh. have. And um, firstly, our question to you is what has been your peak and the pit of the week?
2: Oh, my peak and the pit of the week. Right, that's a difficult one. Well, the pit of the week is definitely not a difficult one. So I was hungover on Sunday and I went to the local shop for Diet Coke. So anybody out there have a very big Diet Coke obsession. (laughs) And there was... No two litre bottles of Diet Coke. And to me, that is a pit. That is really bad. So I have cravings. and <laughs> tipped
0: you over the edge. It
2: really, really did tip me over the edge. And especially when you're <laughs> hungover as well. And you put on the spot then and you have to think, what can I drink next? Yeah. Um, Diet Pepsi? No, it just doesn't hit the spot like Diet do Coke it, does. It? No. no. And especially Diet Coke, ice cold is yeah. perfect. Oh, no, oh it I makes love my it. teeth on end. Oh, no, I love it. Right. I love the fizz, the pop. <laughs> oh, I <my God. laughs> we'll even go You're there.
0: Well <laughs> I
2: just love Diet Coke. I wish Coke. you could have seen his face then. <laughs> yeah, no, Diet Coke. The, the small bottles don't do it for me because I can drink them in about 30 seconds.
0: And so what has been your peak of the week?
2: My peak of the week, so Jazz, you know me, um, and people know me as sort of like this outgoing character, sort of like bright and bubbly, but my idea of heaven is a Monday night with my dogs and a blanket watching Emmerdale. Oh. <laughs> Seven o'clock <laughs> after work, a nice cup of tea, my dogs, my blanket, honestly, I live for it. Aww. I just love that quiet life. <laughs> that's
0: nice, <laughs> yeah. though. nice. Think, Do you know what? I think that is what everyone seems to be doing at the moment, so for that yeah. to be your peak, that's lovely it
2: really is it takes you away for that half an hour and i love it when it's a double episode as well but we won't go
0: there <laughs> <laughs> no, i mean i find that i'm just sitting on the couch doing that most days mm. now i mean it's not emmerdale i do watch like netflix and stuff yeah. like that, but i love that you watch emmerdale see i only you?
2: got netflix last year oh <gasps> like, that really? i'm awful technology anything like that i'm really bad i'm very much like channel one, no, two, and
0: you don't three. Still buy like the, the TV guide. Yeah, yeah still buy the TV guide. Oh, do yeah. You, still, like, you? Yeah. Watch. <laughs> and
2: if, when I'm on Sky and I buy the DV the buy buy the movie that I want to watch, I also get the DVD, <laughs> oh so God. I, can keep, wow. I can keep them. Well, very sad. On
0: that note, Alex, how is <laughs> lockdown treating you?
2: Oh, don't. I feel like the the first lockdown, it was fun. It was something that we'd never been through before. Yeah. So even though I shouldn't use the word fun because of obviously everything that is going on in the world at the moment, um, but it was something different something new for us all the home workouts were exciting because you'd never done them before yeah. you the, the weather was nice and yes. we always think the weather sort of makes you happy um so it was times where you could work from home sunbathing in your garden at the same time as having Lady Gaga playing in the background i mean you don't yeah. get that often do you no you don't no, <laughs> that was it not.
0: was nice wasn't it like i'd get up make a cup of tea and sit on the balcony with my book yeah. when do you do that you, you never
2: ever do that so this lockdown the second lockdown i don't even feel was was too bad it was sort of a short period Period, wasn't yeah. it we knew when it was going to end we knew yeah, it was we four did. weeks but this this lockdown is pretty challenging like i've lost sort of motivation in myself mm. and it's it's hard because we don't see an end insight to this at the moment so yeah. as much as we've got everything coming out when are, when are we coming out of I this i think this of... is why
0: we're doing this special isn't it because i think this lockdown seems to just be hitting everyone differently mm. yeah like, Everyone I speak to is like, what is going on? When is it going to end? Yeah. yeah, I just want a little Peroni in San Carlo. Yeah, <laughs> I I, like, I, Just let me out for a day to do that, please. Thank you.
2: Get me on a plane, take me away, get me on a beach somewhere with a cocktail, 100%. But no, Jazz, you are you are absolutely right. This lockdown is completely different. The more and more people that you do speak to, seriously the more people that are feeling anxious that are yeah. feeling depressed that are feeling down they want to see the friends they want yeah. to see the family and it's it's the the normal things that aren't normal anymore whereas it's, it's hugging your mum hugging mm-hmm. your yeah. grandma it, right? do you know
0: what i've noticed as well this is going to sound awful but it's not really so much the fear of catching covid anymore no. it's the fear of getting fined mm. and having like, altercations with the police yeah like, yeah that's mental yeah it, that pe- you go around to your mate's house and you could get 200 quid fine yeah it's people that
1: as well people that would never normally be in trouble with the police as no. well like, you're thinking oh my gosh like now like i don't if you don't know the rules as well we, we don't all know what mm. the rules are do we yeah. change every minute yeah so, no
0: i do i can totally understand that i yeah. do think it's obviously it's stay home stay in your bubble but like I think, I I remember seeing that video of them two women with a coffee Hmm. and the police having a bit of a go of them. Yeah. It was mad.
2: Yeah, that was circulating, wasn't it? It was just hard to watch. Like, how can you be arrested for being outside and having (laughs) a bit of fresh air and a coffee? (laughs) But, um, you know, they could have been in a bubble. They needed... And and, and I think we need to look down it on a different lane as well. I mean, we are in a pandemic of COVID, but there's different sort of pandemics out there as well. And suicide and mental health is, is, is through the roof. And, I always say to people you know sometimes you've got to break them rules to make sure that your mental health
0: well, like is okay abuse yeah. and stuff like that as mm. well isn't it it's huge like there's for some people home isn't actually a safe place Yeah. so they're saying stay home stay safe Mm it's such a fine line Absolutely. and we've also got to remember that our mental health is a main priority
2: definitely 100 yeah. percent. and if you are suffering please please just get out if, yeah. you know yeah. to anybody
0: yeah i
1: think a lot of people are terrified as well like my grandma for instance because she lives by like watching the news and stuff mm-hmm. and she's not obviously as informed as we are getting information from other places so they will would they ever be okay actually seeing people again some people you you worry about that don't you like how the long-lasting of you know the mental health definitely definitely Definitely.
0: so our third question to you Mm -hmm. is (laughs) i know you alex so i know you've been on a bit of a journey um and hopefully you are okay to speak about that journey with us yeah please do talk to us about your mental health journey and how fitness has contributed to that.
2: Yeah definitely I mean yeah so like you said Jazz, you've known me you've seen me ups and downs and on Instagram and everywhere and you've probably seen the posts on social media and I do talk quite a lot and quite openly about mental health it is something that I've struggled with for I, I would I wouldn't say struggled with because I struggled with it for a period of time however I've now learned to live alongside my mental health yeah. you know it's it's something that you have to learn over the years that you learn to live alongside it. It's with you and it's about managing that mental health. But, I mean, mine started at a very, very, very young age and there was trigger points in my early years. Obviously, I wasn't aware at that stage that that was mental health. I I didn't know what mental health was, but you know, being younger and being the the overweight child, should I say, and being the the gay child, it was very much, you know, I didn't fit in. I didn't know where I belonged. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, Whether that be with sort of friends, society or my family, every single one had a a comment to make. Every single person had a judgment. And it was, I was hearing and listening to everything everybody was saying. So it was getting you down and you don't realise at the time how much, you know, that is doing too, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I've, um, I'm similar to you, like I had mental health issues from Mm. being very young. Mm. Mine started about nine years old. I remember when I was like, I was out skating outside in the street and I just had this instant anxiety of like questioning, what are we and who are we? And then Mm. it went from there, I didn't understand what it was at the time, but you know, it can be quite challenging as a young person having these new feelings. Mm.
2: How did you cope with that? yeah it's a it's a it's a tricky one, so my coping mechanism at the time sort of i became this this person that I thought the world wanted me to be, or I'd look around and I'd see well actually the the people in primary school they're calling me names, so they're the cool kids yeah. or they're being quite aggressive or horrible to me, so maybe that's what I need to be to fit in so I grew up you know through primary school and through high school and i was sorry mum I was an absolute terror um because I felt like that was the only way that one I would get attention yeah two the attention would be taken away from my weight from my sexuality and it would be about my anger and about all this hatred I had for everybody and and that's how I attended you know that's how I started to live my life I became the bully I made other people's lives hell and for me to say that it's quite sad and sorry it does make me a little bit emotional because at the time I didn't realize what I was going through and I made other people's lives hell so I felt normal
1: yeah like a cry for help it was it was definitely a
2: cry for help and I think it's so important now that we really really start to teach mental health from an early age because There's so many different things and so many different feelings and emotions that people go through at certain different, you know, types of different times that you're going to start to experience at a younger age. And like like you said, Kat, it's it's something that you felt. So it's not just us two. There's, yeah. there's millions of people it's out there. It's so
0: common now, isn't it? Mm. And I think we expect so much from young adults yeah. to want to know what career they want to do. Mm. Like the most asked question you get is like, oh, what are you going to do when you grow up? Yeah. And now, like, you get to a certain age now, and it's when you're gonna have kids. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, hang on.
2: Stop asking these questions. Ask somebody if they are okay. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Normalize are you okay? How should, are you? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, what have you been doing? But we've all been doing the same thing. My my, my
2: favourite question is, what have you had for your tea? (laughs) Or what are you having for your tea? What (laughs) are we having for tea? It's
0: the first thing we say, literally, get up in the morning, what are we doing for tea tonight? Yeah, Yeah. it is. (gasps) Sick of it.
2: No, it's true. We need to normalise these sort of questions and sort of going back to sort of my mental health journey and and where that started. I mean, it all came to sort of a a point. I'd grown up, I thought I was this cool kid because... Everybody liked me because I was this gobby character that, you know, if you looked at me, Jaz, you know you're looking at me. We probably went to the pub together and she saw everything. (laughs) But, um, you know, I I was this gobby character and that wasn't me. The real me likes to sit at home with a cup of tea and watch Emma Dale. So, you know, i created this fake character to cover and mask everything. And, you know, there's millions of people out there that go through it. But I had, you know, I had... um, problems with my, my my dad and problems with, you know, my granddad and just different members of my family that were sort of disowning me because I am who I am. And at the time, you don't, even though they didn't pass, you sort of have to grieve them because you've lost mm. them out of your life because yeah. of the pain. you You know, I never got help for sort of being bullied all my life. I never got help for anything at all. And, you know, I went down the wrong path in life and, you know, I did a few wrong things and I did, you know, everything. And it got to a point where my mental health got to the point I didn't leave the house for six months. And I even attempted to take my own life, which was, for me, the bravest decision that I've ever had to make because people don't see it like that. People see it as a selfish thing, but it's very brave. In that moment, you're doing what you think is best for you Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't see everybody around you you don't see how much you're loved how much you're cared for um, and the people that do love and cherish you you want to get away because you feel like you're relieving them of that that stress and that pain that you're creating
1: yeah absolutely
2: um and yeah it it was tough and I thank my lucky stars every single day that I'm still here and that I have a great unit around me based of sort of like a few very very close friends and my mum and my brother and it's the the biggest thing for me was accepting the fact i was depressed and i had anxiety yeah it was it's like an addiction you to to overcome that addiction you physically have to say i am an alcoholic or i am this because yeah. you have to accept it to learn about it and then learn to live alongside it it's not something that will ever go away so when people say to me oh you were depressed no i am depressed i live alongside my depression mm. but i am living with it and I'm living quite happily now. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I just want everybody to know that if you are struggling, you know, there is people you can speak to and you've got to, it's really hard because for me, there was that point in my head where something switched and that light bulb moment. And I thought, no, I am strong, I am powerful and I can do this. And that's like Jazz mentioned fitness, you know, I unfortunately, whilst I was very, very depressed at the time, I gained a heck of a lot of weight. So I was, I was a large child anyway, but I gained, I was pushing 20 stone. So I've now lost six stone and uh, yeah, so fitness became my, my baby and my, my hour a day to zone out and really just focus on me.
0: Good. That's where I'm at with fitness. I think when you're having, if I get angry or something, Mm. I'll go to a gym and I let it all out and I go home and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm fine now. Yeah. So I think channeling fitness, it really does improve your mental health. It like, does. I don't know anyone that doesn't,
2: that hasn't said it does. You you walk away feeling so much better and clearer. Your mind just feels focused on what's about to happen next.
1: Yeah. Like with me, I am one, years ago now, but like the hole on my left side went numb and I couldn't feel it and I thought I'd had a stroke, but Mm. I went to the doctors, and it was stress. So Mm, fitness, like doing fitness or doing like, you know, relaxation type things really does help. And if you do have mental illness, it really is important to keep yourself active like you're saying it it, you know even just getting outside
0: for a walk Mm. yeah it's something as simple as even if it's 20 minutes Mm -hmm. 15 minutes just go Mm. outside breathe in fresh air get out of the house get away from everyone put a podcast on like since we've started doing this i've started listening (laughs) to more and more podcasts and you find that there's something really therapeutic of just listening to people speak. Yeah, I've started getting audio books and stuff <laughs> like that now. Like I never, <laughs> I never thought I was that person. You can yeah.
2: relate to it a lot yeah. more, don't you think? Like you are physically hearing somebody's voice, so you start to create a picture in your yeah. head of what what's happening, and that takes away your mind of of what what is actually there. Definitely. I mean, how did you sort of cope with you know with the the stress down your left side and everything like that? Did that?
1: Well, a lot of it was being reassured by the doctor and stuff that it was not a medical Mm. issue because Mm. that can make you stressed Mm. as well and knowing that it is my stress and then it's quite scary because if your stress can be that bad that 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 happens to you then something needs to be done something needs to be changed Mm. and it's just but talking about that you are struggling because Mm. you get into a routine as we all do having our like nine to five jobs and forgetting about yourself don't you you don't you're not looking after yourself Mm -hmm. there's no self-care sometimes you're just worried about work Mm -hmm. so it's just admitting that and speaking to people in your life like I've got a great supportive partner Mm -hmm. so I'm very blessed in that side of things that really did help me and a a good family as well
2: so I'm looking yeah it's it's, I mean have you suffered with panic attacks in the past because I mean when I had my first panic attack I didn't know what it was and I thought yeah I mean we were talking about other things before before we started filming this, but, you know, a panic attack really gets you and to the point where you physically, if you've never had one before, you don't know how to deal with it. And I thought, I, 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 when people say, I saw the light, but I physically saw the light. I, I, I thought I was physically going to die. Yeah,
1: you think you're dying, honestly. Like, I've done it before. Like, when we, like, first started dating, and this before I told him that I've got depression, because it is, for me, it was an awkward thing, because mm. you feel like people are not going to want to be with you. you just... It's weird. People I guess weird. you sort of
0: feel like a burden. Yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, absolutely, definitely. So. And there's
2: still that taboo and that stigma about it as well. So you don't know, you know, there is a large percentage of us that talk about it quite openly. Mm. Um, but there's also that, that large, you know, percentage that really don't want to talk about it. And, yeah. you know, you if you're just freshly starting to date somebody, you don't want to be like hi nice. I'm Kat and I've got depression you know it, it's, it's 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 not something you want to sort of come out with if that no. makes sense it's like ah oh, hi I'm Cat, and I've got nice underwear like that's <laughs> yes. that, that's the nicest thing to yes. say yeah. you don't come out with that sort of thing so and
1: I, yeah and as well as I, I'm a very outgoing person I like to I'm like a bit of a party girl mm-hmm. like I'm ve- just like out of my friends group as well I'm quite an outgoing person mm-hmm. so to say that kind of feels like a contradiction mm-hmm. because if, if people be like, hang on a minute, how can you be this depressed person if you're the one that's always putting yourself out there, always wanting to do something, always going up for an opportunity? Like, how does that work? But, it, you know, it. it a lot of people, a lot of artists out there, a lot of performers, a lot of people that are in the, the limelight and stuff like that do have a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but a lot yeah. of them
2: do. I mean, it just, it goes to show, I mean, my, my biggest hero of all time ever like it's not Beyonce jazz even though it should be (laughs) Um, (laughs) if you know me very 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 well um is Robin Williams yeah Yeah. um he to me just epitomized what we all should be in this world I just thought he was amazing and you wouldn't watch Mrs Doubtfire you wouldn't watch anything like that and look at him and think he's depressed Yeah. yeah he's not he's not well because you know you can have depression and be happy you can have a smile on your face and be depressed. Yeah. yeah, You can be on holiday with a glass of, you know, a cocktail in your hand and be depressed. Yeah. Depression is not just tears. Depression is not just hiding away. People hide the depression very, very, very well. And again, that's another coping mechanism behind that. They think if I put this face on, no one will know. Yeah, You know, that's not how they want to be seen.
0: So what would be your top tips then for trying to keep a healthy mental health?
2: I, I I definitely believe that, that talking and being as open as possible about mental health, it's so hard. And I know it's easy for me to sit here on the other side and say, you know, talk about it and open up. Because at the time when I was going through my sort of my peak um, of my depression, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't want to do anything. But I would say talking and really writing down what makes you happy. Definitely writing them down, going over them in your head, affirmations, 100% believe. But the biggest thing for me and that I've noticed over the past few years, it sounds quite savage and selfish, but it would be cutting people out your life. Mm-hmm. And everyone goes, oh, what can I do that? And you'll hurt and yeah. it'll be hard for you at first, but that over over time you'll realize that that toxic energy and that negative energy was really really impacting your mental health
0: and like you just said before, you grieve that person you cut them out yeah you have to grieve that person yeah. whether you... they were a like a negative influence in your life mm. at the end of the day, you still had some sort of love for them yeah so cutting them out you've got to grieve that person Definitely. For you to move on
2: it sounds selfish, but you at the end of the day you've got to make sure that you your mental health and you come first in these sort of instances. And, you know, it'll take time to sort of build up sort of that strength and not everyone will be able to do it. And unfortunately, there's people out there that think, you know, I can't cut that person out because then it'll cut this other person out. But Mm -hmm. it's learning to manage, you know, how you allow them into your mindset, how you allow them into your space. But definitely speaking about it, definitely, you know, cutting that toxic energy and toxic vibes out and really just learning to love yourself. So, I mean, the one thing that I would, if I was to write myself a letter, you know, when I was younger, it would be love yourself sooner. And I think that is key. No matter Mm. who you are, what you are, just love yourself.
1: And what would you say to someone young or anybody out there that's in lockdown now that's struggling? What sort of advice would you give them?
2: There's so many um, online websites that you can really, you know, go on and chat to people because sometimes it's it's a relief when you're speaking to somebody that you don't know.
0: I find talking to a stranger so much easier than like talking to someone that I think could maybe judge me. Yeah, mm. or Definitely. question how I'm feeling. Yeah. So like, oh no, that's not you. Hmm.
2: But the other person on the other side of the screen doesn't know you. So if you're struggling at home right now, no matter what age, if you've got access to the internet or anything, you know, log on, speak to somebody, and they will be able to help you. They won't judge you and they will sort of maybe give you that little bit of confidence that you need to go and speak to a family member or a close friend or somebody that can help you. It's, it's a very, very challenging time and, you know, get out, go on walks as much as you can, try and stay connected. But my biggest, biggest thing is stay off social media. It is the devil. Unless you use social media correctly and promote the right things and don't edit your photos, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter is fake
0: yes yes I like, that. I like it what a lovely little ending mm. thanks alex so much for joining us we really do appreciate it no way. thank you thank you
2: so much for having me and just before we go i just want to say thank you so much to you two for bringing up these topics because it is absolutely amazing what you're doing so thank you so much for having me oh, thank, so, you. Oh, thank you
0: thank oh, you gem i bloody love you <laughs> <laughs> how amazing was that
1: that was honestly. I, that has brought tears to my eyes.
0: He's so eloquent when he talks about it. Like he's so passionate. I
1: know. I feel like when I talk about my struggles, I can't. I can't talk as openly and confident as Alex has, and it's so nice to hear him say a lot of things that that I felt before. So, thank you so much, Alex, for you know coming on today. I
0: know it's. I, it's opened my eyes massively as well yeah. because, as much as I was aware of what he's been through never to that extent yeah so I think for him to come on here and open up and speak honestly like he's just said hopefully other people can feel that they can do the same yeah
1: and it's nice to see the journey that he's gone on and how you know his life seems so much better now because he's made these changes that really do benefit his mental health so yeah. thank you for for yes, that lovely you. to have him on <laughs> so thanks so much for Alex for coming on today it's been a breath of fresh air to have someone on and hopefully it can help someone out there and thank you you guys for listening i hope you've enjoyed this special episode we definitely have as well and make sure that you do share it with your friends your like family. and subscribe like and subscribe oh, she, i knew she'd come in saying that she loves it um, but yeah definitely like and subscribe and make sure that you do share this episode because it could help someone that really needs it today
0: it could be a little like conversation opener yeah like just make someone listen to it and then hopefully they'll realise if you think someone's struggling be like oh I've heard about this podcast
1: yeah definitely bring them our way support us guys like and subscribe I got one in (laughs) and we'll see you next week
0: yes see you next week guys please do get in touch remember at the peak in the pit underscore podcast and thanks again for listening bye